Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Hecker from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing techniques and ideas to lower the stress in your life. Because you know what? Stress is not good for any one of us. And today I've got Bunya Barrage. And what she is, she's a counselor who helps others build their own self-belief. She's an entrepreneur who wants to empower women that no matter what your past is, you get to choose your future. Now, her philosophy is understanding yourself, healing your wounds, will give you a deep freedom, love, and abundance you never knew possible. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, I'd love to hear your story, because I know in your bio, you said you went through a lot of traumatic experiences, and now you've turned around to help women. Could you share the story that uh, brought you to this path to help women? Yes, um, absolutely. So how I came to be a counsellor is because I went through my own counselling journey, and my life had I really didn't know what was possible um, in a way, you know, I was very limited by my own beliefs, by the uh, beliefs of, you know, the the community that I grew up in, the trauma that I grew up in, um, because like many people, I am, I come from a country where we don't do therapy. So um, it's very much kind of the card you dealt that, you know, that's what you have. It's kind of like potluck. <laughs> when I went to, counseling and I started healing wounds and I started really you know changing some of the ways that I look at things understanding how you know where I'm sabotaging myself and where the limits come in that really changed my life and the the reason why I went to therapy is because I grew up to come from um, Yugoslavia what used to be Yugoslavia and I grew up in a war zone and I've experienced a lot of abuse and when I was about in my teenage years which um, by this point, we were ready, so we we refugeed to Australia, so, um, you know, we were out of the war zone and things like that, but I really, when sort of things stopped moving, that's when I started noticing all the side effects, and then I especially started noticing them sort of out of, uh, in my early 20s, that, you know, the I would just look at people that I would work with, and I just felt different. I felt, it's kind of like we weren't on the same level or the same playing field, you know, that we were in the same race, but it felt like, you know, I was dragging a rock behind me and they were just all running, you know, to the same spot. It's like, well, honestly, that's what it felt like. There was a point where I I just thought, I I can't do this any longer. I really need help. I need, and something needs to change. And so it was literally that day that I jumped on Google and I found, found a counselor and it kind of, that's how it started. Wonderful. Yeah, it is hard going forward when you've got all these traumas in the past and, you know, and that and the fear that you must have experienced. Yes. Yeah. It's really it it weighs you down and it really does feel like, you know, you have 
ton of rocks or, you know, a a very heavy weight on your shoulders. And it also um, now, you know, that I've gone through uh, the study and, and, you know, been counsel for many years, I understand how trauma impacts us physically as well, you know, with the lack of concentration, memory, trouble sleeping, lack of digestion, just, you know, those different um, triggers that we have. I now understand in terms of, you know, why I was always behind in a race, you know, why I was always just trying to catch up. Um, And it really is so fascinating in terms of, um, you know, a lot of the, the, I guess, you know, like things like um, ADD and um, even things like dementia can be um, a side effect of trauma, which, you know, I found fascinating once I started uh, studying about it. Absolutely, it can sort of, it can slow us down in a way. And it's, um, that's why I work so hard in sharing my story and in helping women to let go of that weight, to just, you know, cut that cord and let go so they can move forward with their whole might as opposed to dragging years of pain with them. Now, what are some of the steps that you can take to heal that trauma? Yeah. So one of the first steps that, you know, where we start is creating that awareness. So creating, um, and when we talk about trauma, I mean, there are obviously different levels of trauma. And in my opinion is that everyone has experienced some type of trauma. And it's kind of what, in a way, what shapes us is, it, you know, it makes us who we are. And so really understanding and, and having an awareness of when we are being triggered and um, how does our past impact our future? Because once we're aware of it, we can do something about it. So creating that awareness and then there is, you know, different exercises we can do. You know, there's talk therapy and different ways that you can approach, I guess, different um, areas so that you can heal those wounds. So you can, I guess, close that chapter and start writing something new. Wonderful. Now, what have you experienced with your clients what do you mean what are the benefits once you do start dealing with the trauma in your life and going forward yeah so I love that question so one of the things basically one of the things that I quite notice quite a lot is for people who have experienced trauma which I said is majority of the population um we kind of depending on what type of trauma we have and especially if um the trauma comes from Unconscious parenting. So, you know, really, you know, the parenting, not parents struggling to meet, you you know, your emotional needs as a child um, and in whatever way that comes through. And, you know, even if it's abuse, you know, that um, I guess the first step as a parent is to meet the child's emotional needs or physical needs and then emotional needs that can come through in terms of um, when we're looking at relationships, attracting bad relationships and and attracting wrong partners and even friendships, you know, that, you know, you attract a narcissist, um, just someone that isn't, that we don't step into enter a relationship in a healthy way. And then the relationship itself is not healthy. You know, there's no uh, healthy expression of emotions or healthy expression of love. So one of the things that changes that I, I work with is, not only to um, heal that relationship and heal the the source of where it came from and why you were attracted to 
this particular type of people, but to change their mindset altogether so that when you see those type of people, you just, there's no attraction anymore because we heal the the wounds that, you know, we think this person will uh, satisfy for us or, you know, the holes that the, this we think this person will satisfy for us. And so we start attracting different type of people in our life and different type of relationships. So I love working with people who are on that path and, you know, or, or, or single people who are looking for someone. I must say, you know, that's kind of one of my favorites because it, it, I really love the transformation of um, for women who have experienced uh, abusive relationship, whether, you know, physical, verbal, whatever it is. And then, you know, once we work through it, and then I ask them the question, you know, so if this person, you know, and when we started, you know, she was in love with him or her. Um, and then once we finish up our session, I ask her, you know, like if, if that person was here now and said, you know, I'll, you know, let's be together. I'll give you everything that you want, you know, and, and the client to say, no, I'm really like, it's not even that I'm not interested because I know it's not going to be healthy. It's just that I don't even find you attractive anymore there's no you just you know you're just another person in front of me there's nothing there and then really seeking the healthy relationships that to me is it's mind-blowing in terms of how our mind and how our past impacts us and how we can do to change it but it's also wonderful to see the client where they move into healthy relationships and obviously that then feeds them to you know move into other healthy areas of their life, whether it's career or, you know, personal growth or whatever it is. And I find that too, like when you are dealing with trauma in your life, you tend to punish yourself almost like you, you, number one, you attract those type of people that can be abusive or, you know, demeaning. And you tend to do that over and over again. And it's almost like you're self-punishing. Yeah. It, it can be it can be so many things as to why you're choosing. One of the things that um, the um, studies have noticed is the brain really likes or it feels safe in a familiar. So it doesn't feel safe in a safe situation. It feels safe in a familiar because it's kind of like, okay, so I've been in that situation before. I know how to handle it. You know, so if I fought a lion before, I know where the weak spot is. So the more I fight it, the more I know how to handle it. So that's one of the reasons why we keep attracting those type of relationships, because to the brain that feels safe, because it knows how to battle that. Um, and I said one of the reasons, there are many reasons why we keep attracting them. So one of the things that I do is work on changing the way the brain thinks in a way and changing those core beliefs so that we the brain gets more comfortable with you know healthy situations and sort of it strives in that and so once it's kind of like uh, you know once you tasted paradise you always want to go there so that's that's really what it's like you know once you experience that healthy love once you know what it's like to receive love without conditions and you know without the low lows you know, then obviously that, you know, that's what you want. And with that's kind of what we train the brain to slowly move towards the healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's scary that we do that to ourselves. 
And I'd like to talk a little bit about self-belief and the important, what is the importance of us having self-belief? Yes. So our self-belief is essentially that we believe that we can do anything. Now, if we had the power of that for, you know, for the person listening, if you had the power of that, that you had the power of believing in yourself that you can do anything, what would you do or what would you change? And that's really what it's about, whether it's getting out of an unhealthy relationship, whether it's moving, you know, to a different career, whether it's moving to a different country, because that's something that you always wanted to do, but you felt tethered to the place that you're in, or, you know, or um, creating boundaries and things like that. So it's really about having that deep belief in yourself, peeling all the layers off, finding that radiance within yourself, because we all have that flame that, you know, that burns. And for some people, because of the, you know, amount of layers, you know, that they have on the flame sometimes just flickers. So, you know, what I work on is really pulling all those layers back. So, it, you know, you as a person can shine and, you know, your, your authenticity can shine. And now what steps can you take to get to that point? To get to the point of strong self-belief, I work on different things. So I work on healing those wounds, you know, um, working through the steps. Um, that's really one of the important ones. We build that trust in yourself um, because, and, and I found this um, quite uh, interesting uh and there's some studies around this as well. So in Australia, we have these birds, they're called magpies. And they, when it's magpie season, they fly quite low. So if you walk past where there's a nest, it will fly very low to attack you. So basically, and if you, you know, you know, we're near the nest, but it kind of, it really flies and it has really sharp beaks. So it can really like, you know, ping you in the head kind of thing. And I was terrified of them. So and I was just, you know, like, I, I really, if I saw that, so you usually, once you walk past, they attack you. And once you keep walking past, you kind of like they remember you. So they attack you even, you know, further away. <laughs> so I would really avoid those areas when I, you know, where they were, um, because I was terrified of them. And now, you know, I have a three-year-old and now for some reason, they attack kids more than they do adults. And you know, once it came to protecting her, it was like, I, you know, like, I, I don't care if it was, an, you know, a, a dragon, you know, I would have slayed it, you know, anything to protect your child. And that is why it's so important to have that belief, because it just shows how strong we are if we have to be. And sometimes we don't believe in our own strength. Sometimes we don't see, you know, everything that we've gone through. We don't see how much we can actually handle. So one of the things that we work through is building that strength or showing you and the brain, you know, how strong you really are. So doing exercises that will keep proving your strength. So it's kind of like going to the gym and, you know, lifting heavy weights. So building those um, uh, brain muscles you know, to build to that strength and um, really show what you can actually handle and um, whatever it is that you're afraid of is really not as strong as you are. So one of the things is healing the wounds and then building that strength. And really then once we've done those two things, it's taking inventory of where you are and where you want to be and how we can get you there. Wonderful. So we're going to start wrapping this up. 
So I understand you have some free resources to share on your from your website. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So there is, if you jump on my website, www.banyabelich.com, you can download some resources. So if you're suffering or if you're working through procrastination or, you know, something that comes up a lot for you, and there's a resource on how to master it, there is some resources on how to find your voice. And if you are suffering from stress or burnout or anything like that, there's an amazing resource on how to deal with self-care. And I also have a community on Facebook called Radiant Women. And we are really in there. We, we work on doing, and it's absolutely, so the, the community is free. And we work on doing those things, what we just talked about. So um, healing those wounds, creating that belief in yourself and that, or recognizing your own strength, and then building a path to where you want to go. Wonderful. So what are your last words to the audience today to help them move forward? One step at a time, one foot in front of the other. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And uh, yeah, you know, if you want to ask Yanya some questions, I will have all our contact information. Well, wherever you're listening to this interview. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.